1: Hello and welcome to the short stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's Josh. Put the three of us together. This is short stuff. It's yeah. so short.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we should uh mention that, you know, Josh is in here with this guest producer and mm-hmm. he asked what we were recording on and I said the number 23 and he said, Oh, right. I'm into that. Oh, yeah? And I said, well, I apologize because I'm probably going to make fun of it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, Josh, uh, then you're a
1: 2030 uh, in is what they're called. Yeah. The number two, the number three, the letter R, the letter D, the letter I, the letter <laughs> A, the letter N. And then, because there's more than one, the letter S. And we know that's real because there's a Facebook page.
2: Yeah. Facebook basically legitimizes everything. So, we're talking about the number 23 um. Apparently, a lot of people put some stock into this number. Yeah, not just Josh. No, he's not the only one. Uh, no, they made a Jerry very, does, too. <laughs> they made a very bad Jim Carrey movie called The Number 23. Did you see it, or are you just presuming it was bad? I'm presuming it was bad from all the people that said it's bad.
1: I have never seen it, and I presumed it was bad, too, but yeah. I have gotten just desperate enough on, like, Netflix and
2: Amazon Prime to what? just try it. There's so much good stuff out there, and you're going to watch that? is there oh I don't know does everything
1: stink I don't know if everything (laughs) stinks I don't want to say that but I think I am
2: at the number 23 level right now All right. okay let's follow up I want to hear about it alright you got it alright so the number 23 um, you've seen it on Michael Jordan's uniform sure Uh, he picked it apparently because that was as close as he could get to half of 46 which was his older brother's number I think his older brothers was 45, actually. Oh, 45. So, yeah, yeah, he yeah, came 23 close. would be exactly. Right. Uh, and then, of course, since then, other people um, have tried to emulate Michael, like LeBron. And so the other 23s you see in basketball mm-hmm. and even some other sports sometimes are a tribute to Michael Jordan. Yeah, like David Beckham's 23
1: uh, when he went to Real Madrid uh, yeah. was an homage to Jordan, too. So, yeah, Look Jordan was you. the first. Every other 23... Was a uh, an homage to Jordan, which is that's great, but that's not where the number twenty three ends.
2: Oh, I thought but you were actually, about to say that's not where the tw- number twenty three started.
1: No, it's <laughs> uh, well, it did. It started elsewhere. Um, the number twenty three's been with us for as long as Arabic numerals have. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the obsession with the number twenty three, they've tried to trace back as far as they can, and there's actually a guy who came up with a book. Um, that came out in 2013. This guy's got one of the better names I've heard in a while. Barnaby Rogerson? Yeah, and this book title is just out of hand. Rogerson's Book of Numbers, colon, The Culture of Numbers, hyphen, From 1001 Nights to the Seven Wonders of the World. That's the end of the title. It has a colon and a hyphen.
2: Yeah, he should have ended that with a uh, exclamation point. <laughs> right. Because I think you have to when you say, The Seven Wonders of the World. Yeah, I don't don't know anybody who says it, like, without
1: an exclamation point.
2: Yeah, so Barnaby Rogerson traces the obsession with the number 23 to a little writer that was drugged out named William S. Burroughs.
1: Yep, the man who shot a million bucks in his arm, says Matt Dillon.
2: Oh, really? Was that the thing, the quote? Yeah, it was from drugstore
1: Cowboy. He, oh, right. My, William S. Burroughs played an old, aged heroin addict. Yeah. And and Matt Dillon said he must have shot a million bucks oh, into gosh. that arm. See, watch that again
2: instead of the number 23. Okay. All right. You got it. <laughs> That's your assignment. Okay. Uh, so, supposedly, in 1960, this story has many, many holes, But uh, and probably because of all the drugs. Uh, <laughs> Burroughs was in Tangier, probably because of the drugs, mm-hmm. and said he met a sea captain named Clark. Not me. Who said... He'd never been in an accident in twenty-three years. Yeah. Later that day, Clark sank his ship and died. Which that'll perk your that'll perk your antennae up for sure. And then supposedly later that same day, that night, uh, Burroughs heard a radio story, news story about a flight twenty-three that crashed in Florida, also piloted by Captain Clark. This mm-hmm. all sounds very interesting until you realize that that didn't happen.
1: Well, there was a flight 23. I didn't see whether it was piloted by Clark or not. So
2: it's possibly heard a story. Um, From 27 years earlier?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but like maybe they were recounting the story or something like that. You know It'll, what I mean?
2: Sure. And we also have to remember again, he's hopped up on Smack.
1: Right. Either way, uh, I think Smack was just one of many at any given time <laughs> yeah, going exactly. through his bloodstream. But. Um, He is usually the guy who is first credited with becoming obsessed with the number 23. Yeah, And he was, you could say, fairly influential in the underground scene in the 60s and then into the 70s and so on. And one of his friends was named Robert Anton Wilson. And Robert Anton Wilson went on to co-write the very famous
2: Illuminatus trilogy. Have you ever read any of those? I haven't, but that's Josh's main interest.
1: Okay, they're fascinating books. They're wonderfully written. They're they're hilarious. They're engrossing. They're really interesting. Um, but he was friends with Burroughs, and so the number twenty three uh, is a major foundation of the Illuminatus trilogy, which also draws from another kind of underground um, school of thought, I guess, at the in the sixties and seventies, um, which is called Discordianism. Yeah, which is kind of like a made up. Parody religion that actually makes a lot of sense, so much so that it kind of blurs the lines between reality and non-reality when you when you look into it. And number twenty-three is a holy number for Discordianism. So if you kind of take all that together, Discordianism, the Illuminatus trilogy, and William S. Burroughs, and put it all together, that seems to be where the kind of cult-like um, uh, awareness or obsession with the number twenty-three came
2: from. All right, so we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about more 23 coincidences right after this.
0: A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season... Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.
2: So I should mention, when I said that that's uh, uh, guest producer Josh's main interest, I didn't mean in life. I just meant, <laughs> as far as the number 23 goes, he was like, yeah, I read Robert Anton Wilson. Yeah. So I thought it might be fun just to kind of tick through a bunch of the uh, the things you might find on a 2030 and uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. where people are like, look, man, 23 again. Uh, Darwin's Origin of the Species uh, was released in 1859. You add up one, eight, five, and nine. And you get twenty three. That's one of the more interesting ones. Some of them are just
1: pictures of like a truck with the number twenty three <laughs> on. It. Like there mm-hmm. it is again. Those are a little right lame after like twenty two. But there are some inster- in- inter- interesting coincidences that uh, that pop up when you look around. Like Kurt Cobain, um, he was born in nineteen sixty seven, and if you add those up, it comes to twenty three. He died in nineteen ninety four, and if you add those numbers up, they come to twenty three as well. Okay. Much
2: more interesting than a truck with the number 23 on it. Uh, For sure. Um, Conspiracy theorists will point to uh, the 9-11 tragedy. Mm -hmm. You add up um, 9-11, 2-0-0 and 1 and you get 23. That's a good one. Shakespeare was born and died on the same day, April
1: 23rd, but years apart, obviously.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Julie Julius Caesar was supposedly, if you look at detailed reports, stabbed 23 times. Mm -hmm.
1: That's not bad. I I like this one. Um, There's one called the birthday
2: paradox. Have you heard about that? I did see that. And after reading it four times and not fully understanding it, I just walked away in tears.
1: It's, it's really fascinating. I was like, oh, we should do one just on that, but it's actually too simple. So, the birthday paradox is where if you get 23 people into a room, mm-hmm. you now have enough people to where there's a 50 50 chance that two of them are going to have the same birthday, which makes zero sense since there's 365 days in a year. Yeah. You would think that you would need um, that times two to have a, or I guess a 365 to have a 50 50 chance. But no, because It's a each, paradox. Each of those 23 people have the uh, opportunity to be compared to the other 22 people. You get a number way more than than, uh, 23, a number of comparisons way more than 23. And it turns out it's enough to have a 50% chance of having the same birthday among two people.
2: And has that been proven out?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's mathematic. It's, 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 it's mathematical. Math, <laughs> yeah. No, it's very it's very well proven. It's interesting, you but once, <laughs> you, once you look into just the probabilities of it, you're like, oh, that makes way more sense.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I took statistics in college, actually. That was one of the maths that I took. I took statistics, Chuck, one, two, three times. <laughs> Did you get an F, an F, and a D? Finally, yes.
1: The last time I got a D because I had the same instructor all three times, and the last time she's like, "D, just go, just go away."
2: That's well. You're never going to get this. Yeah, you and I were liberal arts guys. I was an English major, and they before that class, they actually had a math class called "Math for Poets," was the nickname, <laughs> nice. and it was basically like the math class all English majors took because it was very simple arithmetic. Not bad. Um, let's get back to a couple of twenty-three things. Oh yeah, Princess Leia. Josh in the very first Star Wars film mm-hmm. is held in detention block AA23. Okay. And apparently in George uh, Lucas's first film uh, THX 1138 there is uh, another 23 in there. So some people might think that was that was his little way of giving a nod to that number.
1: I would guess so. And George Lucas wouldn't be the only person who's a famous um, devotee of 20 uh, yeah, 2030 and a famous 2030 one of the most famous Uh, Is John Nash the guy who's the mathematician whose life was dramatized in A Beautiful Mind, Mm -hmm. both the book and the um, the movie, uh, which is a great movie if I remember correctly. But he was obsessed with twenty, the number twenty three. He said it was his favorite prime number. That's not where the obsession ends. He also says that he, or he said that he appeared on the cover of Life magazine once, uh, disguised as Pope. John the 23rd right <laughs> and Pope John the 23rd really did appear on life magazine but but it but was him John Nash was saying well that was me
2: <laughs> yeah I shouldn't laugh no. uh, in the Bible um, which is a book the there is a uh, I, I was about to call it a chapter mm-hmm. but I guess they aren't called that uh, the book of numbers and the verses uh, it's numbers 2323 if you mm-hmm. look that up. What hath God wrought that is also the very first message sent by telegraph in code by Samuel Morse in 1843. So if you if
1: you take all of this and you um you look at it a certain way it becomes plain that there's something very special about the number 23. If you look at it a different way it becomes plain that people have invested a lot of um like mystical significance to 23 that isn't actually there. Yeah. That that it could be any other number, especially any other number that is within um 1 to 30 because a lot of people ascribe dates, you know, significance to dates. I should say John Nash died on the 23rd of May. In yeah. 2015. Good point. And so that just proves it to people who are 2030. It's obviously 23 means something. But it, it could also be 15 or 7 or 3. There's a lot of, like, numbers that we ascribe a lot of significance to. And if you ask a cognitive psychologist what's going on, they will just basically say that our brains contain a... A mechanism for detecting patterns. We search out patterns. It's how we make sense of things. It's yeah. how we save brain energy. It's finding patterns so we can predict things and just make sense of the world around us. And sometimes we force patterns onto things right. that don't actually have any significance, that don't actually uh, mean anything. And that could be things like the number 23 popping up suddenly uh, or randomly.
2: Yeah. When you look at the clock and it's 11-11 and you make a big deal about it, it more likely that you just don't make a big deal about every other time of day that you look at the clock.
1: Exactly, Chuck.
2: I got nothing else except for 23 chromosomes. Heyo! <laughs> well, with that, short stuff is out.
3: Stuff you
0: should know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.